Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 264. Is less more when it comes to scaling your tennis game. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, today's topic is less more when it comes to scaling your tennis game. Well, you've probably heard the term process a lot in modern culture, especially in sports. In fact, there's a major basketball figure named Joel Embiid, whose nickname is Trust the Process. So process versus outcome, that's the first thing we're going to talk about today. Now, a lot of times when tennis students come to me, they come to me because they've got a problem and they're seeking a direct outcome. For example, I want to be able to hit a topspin second serve, or I want to add power to my first serve. Those are probably two of the most popular requests I get when it comes to tennis instruction. And what I really need to emphasize with students, some more than others, is that the process is the key to getting to the outcome. And a lot of times people want to skip stages within that process and get right to the outcome, especially when it comes to power. And power is typically one of the last things that you integrate into some sort of technical change. And people want that right away because they're going right to the outcome. So I need to kind of let people know the overall plan that this process that we're going to be going through is going to be crucial that we check every box to get to the outcome. Now, depending on personality type, some people are not as problematic when it comes to it, to this kind of uh, philosophy. And others, I don't even have to tell them. They just dive right in. I can tell they're into the process. So I don't have to give them this big macroeconomic viewpoint of where we're taking their tennis game. Uh, Tip number two is just practice habits. Now, it's going to take internal drive from you as the student to get there. And the job of the coach is to just install the discipline and framework within the lesson plan and the knowledge to get you there. Uh, I remember I had a tennis lesson with a guy who wanted to fix his serve. He's in his 60s. He was double falling a lot in his matches, and he just said, listen, I just need a serving lesson. So we've been going for about nine months, and we've evolved the lesson since then, but now he's able to hit serves under duress in matches. And one of the things we really got into was process. I didn't even look at his serve. I just said, here's what we're going to do, and he just kind of locked right into it. So not only does it take coaches' discipline and knowledge, But you, as a student, need the drive and perseverance because each day might not feel like you're making progress because you're going to have bad days. But I will tell you this, every day contributes to your outcome, even if it's a bad day, all right? Good days, average days, bad days, they're all experiences that make you better, give you more experience and allow you to overcome obstacles to get to that outcome. Now, tip number three, progressions. You hear me mention this a lot with checking boxes, right? 
you can't skip pro- progressions. It's a job of the coach to integrate the progressions in the correct order and understand how much time needs to be spent on each progression. And everybody's different. For example, just the ball toss can be difficult for some people, even at an advanced level. So a lot of times we will break down the muscle memory of a ball toss, how to hold it, maybe the ritual and the pre-bounce of the serving needs to be adjusted. There's lots of nuances in each module as you go through the progression, all right? So recognize that. And what we're really trying to do here is you want to walk, crawl, run, sprint. You've heard me say it with math metaphors too. A lot of people want to skip stages and go from arithmetic right to trigonometry. You've got to go through the progressions and it's the job of the coach to insert that knowledge in there and have the experience of understanding how the nuance works and how much time you need to spend on each of those learning modules. And then finally, the fourth point is the level of play. The learning curve can be quite different, especially as you become an advanced player. The learning curve, sorry, the learning curve is very rapid in the beginning of your development when you're a beginner. I can quickly install the core competencies in my system and people, and then from there, they can really kind of hit stride very quickly. But you're going to get to some point where you kind of flatten a little bit. And a lot of people will get initially discouraged because they feel like they're not getting better. So that's one of the reasons the process is so important because it distracts students into seeing the minutia that needs to be worked on and they let go of the outcome, which is typically that powerful acing first serve that they're thinking about. We get into the process, people start checking boxes, you start seeing confidence in yourself And that's when you bump up to the next level. So when you want to scale your tennis game, trust the process to get you the desired outcome. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go into iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. This is Brian Lutz at BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's where